okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. Yo, I know y'all ain't playing skee-ball. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. Kill Bill, guys. Yep, yep. So, why are we killing Bill? Because Bill's a son of a bitch. I think you know why. Unless you didn't watch Kill Bill 2. Oh, by the way you're laughing, I'm getting a bad that feeling That silence. Was, uh... <laughs> I watched Kill Bill 2. Okay. Up until I didn't, I did not watch the last chapter. The one where she actually killed Bill. I, in, in my defense, it was last night, and by the time it hit... The last chapter, I did a little time check. I was like, hey, how much longer is left? And it said, 45 minutes. And I was like, it's fucking 9.30. <laughs> I mean, you had one job. It was like all week. Busy week. Yeah, all weekend. Busy week. Weekend? Busy weekend, yeah. What'd you do? Uh, let's see what I do at weekend. So, <laughs> he's like, let me pull this bullshit out of there. Yeah. Saturday, we start running errands all day. And then Saturday oh, night. Oh, really? Because I, I seem to have heard that you went out with Charles Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. I was getting Wait, to that. You didn't let me fucking finish. Oh, yeah. I went out with Charles Saturday night. And then... Couldn't have I, possibly watched it Saturday night, huh? What'd I do? What'd you do Sunday? Saturday Sunday. night, we were out kind of late. We were out late. It was oh, like 11 right. something. It was like something. midnight when I got home. Yeah, I was about to say it was like 11. Uh, went to the gym. Man, what the fuck else did I do? Nothing. Alright, so, Kill Bill 1. We're gonna cover Volume 1 first. Um, Dakota, I guess I'll just say fuck off on 2. I, I watched most of 2. I just, I can't believe you, man. What do you mean you can't believe me? I mean, I do believe it, because it's you. But, I'm just, um, yeah. Alright. I mean, it's with the whole podcast. <laughs> It's like based on. It's like we watched the movies, you know? I watched it. Not, Not all the way through. Yeah, alright. Not all the way through. I get the gist. Alright, so, <laughs> as far as volume one. Okay. It's um, the better of the two. Okay. In my opinion. I think it's all the better right. of the two. Okay. Oh, that's it. That's your whole yep, thing? Yeah, that was okay. it. Alright, good. I, I kind of feel the same. Well, how would you know? Because you didn't fucking finish two. It's... No, I, the, no, hold on. Volume 1 kept me way more intrigued than Volume 2 did. Okay, but I would argue. Okay. You all, you like to argue. The best scene okay. in either of the two movies, to me, is the fight in the trailer. Oh, yeah, that was vicious. Okay, okay yeah. That fight was vicious. I liked it. Which uh, is why, if you say you want to watch one, you want to watch two... Between these two, like, obviously you hope if you're going to an island, you can take both with you. Right. But if you're, like, you're going to an island, you can only, you can only take one. one of these. I think I want two because I like that trailer scene. I, so my thing is, I like the trailer scene. That fight was pretty dope. But for me, the fight in the first one, like, at the little karaoke bar thing, to me, that fight scene was just so much more worth watching. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure. I liked it. It was good. Uh, I really enjoyed the fact that like she just 
slaughtered like 700 people. <laughs> and they all just came out of like every fucking room in there. There was definitely 88, right? I mean, like remember, a, when, remember when Bill's talking shit oh, yeah. to Bud? Bud. And he's like, Bud. he's like, there's 88 of them? He's like, I don't think there's really 88. Like, I just thought it sounded cool. You know, like, I don't know. I watched it was, that scene. It was, that it it was probably close to like 88. Yeah. yeah. Like, it might, it might have been 88. Though. And it was so much, like, blood and everything. I was like, I did love how they made her, like, she wore the, the suit. Like the yellow and black one, like yeah. Bruce Lee. You got that, okay? Yeah, because that was how that was what he wore in the um, a movie he was shooting before he died. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the fucking name of it was. It was the one with uh, what's that fucking dude's name? The black dude that he fought. That's the one. You know what I'm talking? About? <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about, right? No, I got you. Uh, apparently, I didn't write that down. I just wrote the suit when he before he well, the movie he was shooting before he died. So I guess I, I should have wrote the movie down. That's my uh, bad that one. Game of Death? There you go. That one. So, yeah, that's funny. I didn't know you just had that off the top of your head. So there's all kinds of shit like this in this movie. I watched, like, all that shit growing up. All the Bruce Lee movies. Love Bruce yeah. Lee. But, yeah, when I saw that, I was like... Yeah, was this like, movie oh. is full of that shit. I'll just start from the beginning here. You know in the end credits where it says, you know, the character developed by Q and U. Yeah. Q and U is Quentin Tarantino, Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you probably could have guessed that. Why? But, well, you know, you never know. I would have drew a blank, honestly, because I'd be thinking, trying to think of, like, directors. Sure. Versus Uma Thurman. Right. But, yeah, you don't know Uma Thurman as much of a writer. Yeah. She's more of an actor, right? Actress. Well, same thing, yeah. Sorry. The axe, and she's her. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> He's like, it makes sense her. in my mind. So, they they're on set of Pulp Fiction. Hmm. Uh, I guess Uma was doing modeling at the time. Didn't really plan on staying in acting. Like she did this part for Quentin Tarantino in this film, you know, and it's just kind of like you're gonna put your ass on a pillow that I sometimes lay my head on. All right, that's fine. Sorry, I just got sad. So I was like, he's definitely gonna fart on that pillow. <laughs> um, like sharp on that pillow. So you know. He's and so Quentin Tarantino is obviously this like film nerd, right? Essentially, is what he kind of prides himself on, right? And so he's telling her about movies and genres and all this shit about you know like revenge movies and mm. you know exploitation films, spaghetti westerns, and you know I think I said kung fu movies already. No. Okay, well then kung fu movies. Um, still managed to say it twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said what kind of movies? Kung Fu. Ah, three times. You know, he said Kung Fu. No, <laughs> Kung Fu. <laughs> you and my dad killed me with that shit, dude. Um. So they both. So they start talking about, you know, this film and you know this character, the bride, and they start kind of having these ideas. And he wrote all this shit out, mm-hmm. like maybe the first forty pages ish of uh, of Kill Bill. And. They finish up Pulp Fiction, he puts it away, and around that time is when he starts working on Inglorious Bastards. All right, just, and like all this research and writing, and he says it's just this like all-encompassing project he's working on, and he runs into Uma Thurman, and they talk about that movie, and, you know, he gets the thing back out, and he reads it, and he's like, oh shit, and so he puts Inglorious Bastards away, and dives right back into Kill Bill, and they fucking do it. So that's kind of the 
story of the development of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they they halted filming it because Uma was pregnant. She got pregnant when they were about to start it. He waited for her. And then three months after she had the baby, she started training hard like like it was a job, like a nine-to-five right. job. She literally was training like hard eight hours a day, she said in an interview. <clears throat> she did pretty much everything except for like the in-the-air stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a stunt double Zoe Bell. The only reason I bring up a stunt double, because, you know, you never do it. Maybe we should bring up more stunt doubles. I don't know. But Zoe should, Bell we, was we then in... stunt doubles. <laughs> Us? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you might get hurt drinking, right? Yeah. I mean, you go hand in hand. Yeah. I got it. I got you. That's fair. Pour up. Uh, with Zoe Bell, I only mentioned Zoe Bell because Quentin Tarantino later put Zoe Bell uh, as one of the main actresses in Death Proof, which um, was the next movie made. Interesting. Yeah. So there's that. And then it was, it was initially going to be one movie, and they were going to make a ton of fucking cuts. And there's so much story. Right. And it was, you know, no one likes Harvey Weinstein, but Harvey Weinstein was like, hey, it's, uh, you know, you want to do two parts, that whole thing. And, you know, they, so it's decided it's two parts. And uh, I guess, you know, Thurman always says, like, no, it was always going to be two parts. But, you know, Quentin had to wait on Harvey to suggest it had to be Harvey's idea. And then RZA did the soundtrack for the first movie. Yeah. I don't know if we want to read the whole... Uh, there's a short paragraph of, of his... Him talking about the movie. I would actually like to hear Because okay. I like... I like... The Rizzo, he does dope right. He did a soundtrack for... Uh, Avro Samurai. Oh, okay. The, like, the show and the movie. And then they used uh, his music in the game as well. i tell you what. Oh, I was about to read. Right. I believe life would be so much better... That whenever someone recognizes you, that fucking siren plays. What? The, you know, when when she sees someone and she needs revenge. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is actually a real song. Yeah. I, I, I looked into that. It's actually a real song. and I, Which is cra- crazy because at no point would a song ever catch my attention that starts out like that. I, I'm going to continue fucking listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Riz's, uh, what he said about it, it was more of a collaboration. Uh, he had an idea and a vision when he wrote the script. I think I was more of somebody that kept it in the guidelines of what he wanted. He was like, here go the eggs, the milk, the cake, the sugar, everything, and I'm going to stir it up. Put this in the oven, watch it, take it out in 45 minutes. Now, am I going to take it out in 45 minutes or am I going to fall asleep? I made sure it got out, and if I saw something wrong with it, I fixed it. So when he saw it, he was like, this is cake. There's one situation where you see Crane and White Lightning. That's part of the original score, so it's not really a song. A lot of that stuff is what I use to keep the vibe going between songs. Crane and White Lightning is a piece of music that Quentin wanted on the soundtrack, but was originally set for a Metallica track. There's only one piece of music that I didn't feel comfortable with when we were done. We lost a sample, I made one hip-hop beat. I was like, I gotta throw one in there, and Quentin loved this beat. We rocked with it, and it was one of the first things we did. I could have gotten away with it. It was a sample, but so undetectable. So unnoticeable. I wanted to take a chance, but in the movie business, you can't take those kind of chances. I wouldn't risk nobody else. If it was my movie, I would have taken a chance, but this is Quentin Tarantino's movie. So that's that. Well, thank God he was on that, because uh, his beats are fire. Yep. His beats are fire. I, I love the... Uh, I very much love his beats, because I watched... 
the Afro Samurai like series uh, when I was younger. Yeah. And I watched like the movie and stuff, and it did a re- it added a lot to the actual film itself. And he's also like a huge martial arts fan, which is cool because he was also in uh, the Man with the Iron Fist. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that was him, or at least he put music on it. So. Uh, so then a couple more things before we like get into just uh, some more research, whatnot. Yeah. Hey, so Tori Hanzo was a character on a show hmm. back in like the seventies. He's recycling a lot of characters. Pai Mei was a character in some other movie. I think it was the well. The, I watched special features last night. If I'm not mistaken, he was a Pai Mei was a guy in the Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin. Who so Gordon Liu, the guy that plays Johnny Mo, he was in that movie. And he fought Pai Mei okay. in the movie. Which is funny because he's Johnny Moe in this movie, Kill Bill Volume 1. Mm. And then Gordon Liu plays Pai Mei in Kill Bill Volume 2. That's hilarious. Uh, so it's funny. He fought him and then he played him. And then, do you know anything about David Carradine, the guy who played Bill? Uh, I've seen his face before and other stuff. I just don't. Uh, he was. There was a TV show... I don't know what the years were, but it was called Kung Fu. And he played the main dude in Kung Fu. Oh, no, I didn't say that. Um, and his death's a little interesting. Kota, if you want to read his death on there, because I, I, I know you'll get a kick out of it. All right, I already immediately saw a couple words here. <laughs> want me to just read the whole thing? You want to paraphrase, or? Either or. Paraphrase. You just get to the cause of death, basically. A police official said that Carradine was found naked hanging by a rope in the room's closet, causing immediate uh, speculation that his death was suicide. Two autopsies, were, two autopsies were conducted, one involving a celebrity pathologist, porn, I'm going to call him porn, and both concluded that the death was not a suicide. Accidental. Accidental asphyxiation. Yeah. The whole sexual rock yeah. of fix, asphyxiation thing. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of wild. They, I mean, they say that like some that your best orgasms when you're being choked out. I don't know, but uh, you, you what what Bruce suit? Oh, okay, what <laughs> what <laughs> point? Why I had you read it because I knew you got to kick out of it. <laughs> what point in that do you think you you're like okay, fuck, this is too much. Like if you're if you're ha- if you're choking yourself by like kind of like hanging yourself, but not like fully hanging yourself. When it's to, too late. to jerk off, but like at what point are you like, are you like, oh, this feels good? And you're like, oh, 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 wait. I, I wait. feel like with asphyxiation, like you start to get like tunnel vision, so your vision starts to get black, like yeah. over this way, and it kind of gradually moves forward, and then everything is kind of like I feel like you're starting to see too. Once you lose oxygen, everything starts to be a little fuzzy, and I was like, that's when you should probably be like. Okay, this is enough. I need to, like, my brain needs oxygen. I gotta imagine something went wrong. Because, like, I mean, you probably had to have had, like, a stool you stand on or something. And, like, you know, you kind of leave I mean, some people it. fucking. There was a. Or, like, or whatever like, his his safeguard was. His fail safe was. It was not a very good fail safe. It, it failed. Fail failed. It was not safe. The fail safe failed. Did you know on, on the first anniversary of his death, his widow sued. Filed a lawsuit for wrongful death against a company that produced the film he was starring in at the time of his death. Why? Uh, it says the lawsuit compla- uh, claimed that the company failed to provide assistance to the actor that had been agreed upon in his contract. Um, apparently, he was not to be left alone. He was supposed to be. He was supposed to have like an assistant with him at all times. 
That's so. they're just skimming across this. Could you imagine can, being an I assistant can, though in that situation? I like can guess to... that if the assistant even tried to be there, he's like, "Can you just step out for <laughs> a few minutes?" Like wrongful death suit to who? The fucking manufacturer of the goddamn rope? Yeah. The fuck are you gonna sue? That's like, that's like you get you know, you fucking I don't know die from asphyxiation right now, and then you know you. Your wife tries to sue the job you're at right now. Well, you, he was working for you guys when it happened. Right. Seriously, you're gonna let this happen off your clock? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, that's that's tough. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. So there's the death thing. The kung fu, kung fu was the show he was in, and it was very popular, and uh, so that's why he's kind of included in this movie. So, so that's that. Um, the guy that plays the sheriff that comes and investigates the church. Okay. Uh, he was the sheriff in From Dust Till Dawn. Ah, is, okay. Yeah. With George Clooney. Yeah. And, uh, and Salma Hayek. Tarantino. And Tarantino, yeah. Because he, he played, yeah, he was, he played Clooney's brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I liked that movie, honestly, was because Salma Hayek was in it. And I was like, that is the closest I've ever seen her <laughs> naked, and that was good enough for me. She's a good looking lady. That man had so many fucking sunglasses on his dashboard. Dude, I'm telling you. And obviously, obviously for movie purposes, they were glued because they didn't fucking move at all. He hit them fucking bumps pulling in that parking lot and they just Dog, like, stayed I mean, even. Like, I'm pulling out, like, like, just pulling out of the driveway. Like, the you, like everything would just, like, <laughs> just slide off the fucking dash. Just pulling out of the fucking driveway with sunglasses in the passenger seat and it slides all the way across to the door. Oh, yeah. The fuck? I mean, I get on the freeway and my fucking coffee wants to, like, roll off the seat onto the floor. <laughs> my coffee mug. And I'm like, you need to fucking chill. Um, so he's Sheriff Dusseldon. And uh, in the second one, a little peek ahead, the the pimp, yeah, the guy that was supposed to play him, Esteban was his name, uh, didn't show up that day. <laughs> and so the sheriff Dude, played that sheriff. guy. And i I got to say, he did a pretty good job because I didn't know a Mexican guy didn't play that part. <laughs> Did you have any idea that wasn't a Mexican guy? No. Uh, yeah, see? I mean, it's not, you know, obviously the whole blackface thing. I don't know if you can get in trouble for Mexican face, but uh, Oof. that guy's probably dead by now anyway. He's an old man. This movie was like, what? Early 2000s. 2003, so. Anyway, uh, Yellow Suit Bruce Lee. Uh, the Five Six Seven Eights, the band that played at uh, the yeah. club. Yeah, aren't they a, it's real, a real band? band. <laughs> Real band, and uh, the only other note I have is uh, Vivica A. Fox, Bernita Green. Oh, she was. Do you know what movie she was in? Nope. One of your favorite dudes, who just slapped somebody. She was in a movie with him. Oh, what was it? Yeah, Word? you know a movie? No. Mm, Independence Day. She was. She was oh, his right. girlfriend she in Independence this, Day. The stripper. Yeah. I had no idea. I've watched this movie. You know, probably twenty times. She's so in "Don't Be a Menace." As well, no set it off. Oh yeah, yeah. Set it off. I had, uh, I had no idea. Home. I've watched this movie a bunch of times. I had no idea she was in Independence Day. Obviously, as you know, uh, Curb. She was, uh, she was part of the Black family. Blacks. Oh, yeah. The Blacks, yeah. Yeah, the Blacks. She looks a lot different in this Very movie, though, than she did in Independence Day. Well, yeah. now, granted, it had been like she what, wasn't almost playing ten a years. Either. Well, it almost also been like what, like ten years? Yeah, or something shit like that. No, it wasn't ten. Well, it was 03 here. I don't know when Independence Day came, came out. But nine, I thought it was like 97. I don't know. Can we have IT on that? 
Independence Day? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Independence Day was 96. Oh. Which is why I still lobby, as according to our circle jerk that we did, for us to do Independence Day on Independence Day. Right, we can do it once, but I'm not doing yeah. Independence Day. It's I mean it's the year. it's it's the only one that can that would tie in and make sense. You well, know what I'm saying? Obviously, there's not like three Independence Days. I mean, I well, hope not. There's two. Two. There's not close. three though. They're talking it's about close three. enough. They're talking about third and two wasn't great. Um, well, they're talking about three, and then Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and now he, Will Smith wasn't even in the second one. He's canceled. He didn't do. He didn't do uh, the second Independence Day because he was doing Suicide Squad. Uh, real quick, before we jump to the next thing, that band that you're talking about, yeah, that same song was in Tokyo Drift. Do you remember that? There's a lot of songs. What we talking? Which one are we talking about? I'm trying to think of what scene it would have been. That is my shin. Uh, I think it's where he. The, his first day is like school in Japan. I, I'm pretty sure that's when they're playing that. Oh, okay. Uh, the song was the the Barracuda. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they played. That. I don't I don't know what the song sounds like, but I know it's called the Barracuda. Yeah, it's in Tokyo Drift. Does it say that? Yeah, right there, featured in nice. Tokyo Drift. Cool. Um, five, six, seven, eight. And so, uh, and then the last little factoid I have is uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez, friend of Tarantino's, obviously, and he does like he did the Desperado. Series, if I guess you can call I've it. I've seen Desperado, the first one, and uh, he actually directed like all the Spy Kids movies too. That kind and, of uh, doesn't surprise me because so, Antonio Madaris was in. Yeah, uh, but he uh, did the score for the second movie, okay. so he did like all the soundtrack for the second movie. So Rizzo did the first, and uh, Robert Rodriguez did the score and all that for the second one for free, actually. Free? Yeah, he was, bono, he was huh? saying, uh, he was like, look, you should have a score. Let me do your score. I'll do it for free. And if you don't like it, then I just get free practice. Right. And, you know, you can figure something else out. Right. And so, yeah, do it for free. Wow. So, pretty cool. That's dope. So that's all my special features uh, facts out of that. So you never got, like, any, like, royalties from it or anything? I mean, you know, they, they don't follow up on the special features you know years later so i don't know i, I didn't look into it I was just i'm just reporting from the special features for the first note <clears throat> the first movie i have a quote written down that's uh, what she says to renita green mm. well i have two of those quotes from that conversation mercy compassion forgiveness i lack not rationality so that makes sense uh, per se no because you can be ra- rational but like just hell-bent on revenge but then right. if you're, if you're hell-bent on revenge... Revenge can be... I guess it depends, though. Like, if is it is it going to be something that's going to be, like, a justified thing? Or is it, like, not Is justified? murder rational? It also depends. It, I guess it'd be a case-by-case thing. Sure. Like, if somebody... Like, if you had a daughter and somebody raped her and you killed him, like, that's a rational, like, feeling and a rational, like, thought as to, like, well, this motherfucker, you know, hurt my daughter, took this from her... Like, he's going to hurt somebody else, so I'm just going to I mean, save somebody else's child. Hypothetically, but, I mean, she has to survive the abortion first. Woo! It's <laughs> quoting Daniel Tosh right off the get, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used... 
So anyway, I guess in a way, it's, I don't know, I don't think the statement makes sense. Because I think all of those things can be irrational in their own ways, mm -hmm. but I think all of them make up rationality in ways. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a loaded line. It's, it's, it is, because it's kind of like, you almost see it as like a double negative. Yeah. But it's like, that's why I said I guess it would just be more of like a case-by-case -case thing. It can work out in a couple ways. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I could see justifying revenge for certain reasons and being like, but being rational the whole time about, like, she's not just killing random innocent people right. along the way. Well, yeah, she did. But they were all part of that gang. But you know what I mean? She's not going to yeah. like, it's not like to me and you. To be fair, or, they were trying to kill her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's like if you so and I were hanging out, and yep. yes, it would. Now that would be incredibly difficult to explain to police. But <laughs> so they tried to kill you four months ago, and now years. Not all. No, same thing. But like if you were hanging out with Bill at his house, she's not gonna just like fucking shoot you in the face or stab you. With Unless you try to help. Unless you try and help. Yeah. Right. She'll be like, okay. She'll be like, you need to get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? But, like, like obviously she's still going to kill Bill. She begged Go-Go to leave but before she, she did. destroyed she the gave her the she, she gave her gave the her chance. She gave her the chance. She, she didn't had take it. Out, she didn't take it. Well, that's like when she had the compassion of not having uh, the Vivica A. Fox's character, her daughter. And when and she was trying to keep her out of there when she was going to kill her. Which ultimately didn't work, but... The scene, this the is scene, thought that counts, I guess. The scene in the living room where they both have the knives behind their back. <laughs> and, yeah, it's like, hey, you can't come in here. It's broken, broken glass. Broken glass. <laughs> glass. You're going to hurt yourself. Taller is the dog. That poor little girl, though. And then, still talking to Rena Green in the kitchen. She goes, no. To get even, even Steven, I would have to kill you. Go up to Nikki's room, kill her. Then wait for your husband, the good Dr. Bell, to come home and kill him. That would be even, Vernita. That'd be about square. She draws a square. She only has three sides, but I noticed it. I, I probably overthought it, but remember in Pulp Fiction, where she says, hey, and she says to John Travolta's character, don't be a... And she draws a square on the screen. Mm. And they, you know, yeah. They did a little whatever. red line or whatever. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I couldn't help but think of Pulp Fiction that, that it might be some kind of... Relation. Relation to that, so. I mean, he seems to give a lot of credit to, like, older stuff, or past stuff right well and like it's been like I think we talked about this in Pulp Fiction but you know he has said that like all his characters kind of exist in the same universe mm -hmm. that's what we had to talk about uh, you know is Mr. Pink holding up in, in Jack Rabbit Slims right being a waiter yeah you know like living like a low key yeah thing after that bullshit right anyhow so then kills Vernita do you notice the name of the cereal on the cereal box I don't remember the name of the cereal. Kaboom. Kaboom. Which, That's hilarious because she had a gun Super in there. ironic, yeah. Yeah. That was like, wild, though. Like, she was like, said, you want some, what did she ask her, like, you want some coffee I, or tea or some well, shit? Well, she makes the coffee first, and then she goes, I have to make Nikki, I have to fix Nikki's cereal. And so she starts getting cereal and shit out. Yeah. She fucking misses a goddamn shot. Okay, but, now, now, I did, I did nitpick that at first. But then my follow-up thought was you got a gun in a cereal box you're not exactly looking down the site you know you're just trying to do like a quick draw thing yeah 
So I mean, you could aim the cereal. I could aim the cereal box at Charles right now. But the gun. But might maybe be the gun might be like you know up in the corner or something. You know. <laughs> Either way, could you imagine like if she wouldn't have missed and hit her, and then I was like, boom, roll credits. That would have been. <laughs> it's a mission failed and roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> you got smoked like, from like GTA. Yeah. That would have been wasted. I'd have been like, I'd have been like, ooh, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't spend fucking twelve dollars for this goddamn movie ticket. The movie was only. Like, oh yeah. The movie runtime is an hour and forty five minutes, but it's only fucking fifteen minutes of action. The rest of it's just credits rolling really slowly. Oh, I, that's... I'd be so fucking livid. Like, the lights start coming on and everything. I'd be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Have you made your way through your $16 popcorn yet? Yeah, no shit. I'm telling you. Um, and that was pre-inflation. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about what, is it, what it is now. $24, right. most likely. For a small bag. <laughs> so, and then what she tells Nikki, which... Kind of, kind of goes into uh, the fan lore of. So Tarantino's thing is that he's had he has ten films. Or he's going to have ten films, right? And then he's going to stop. Mm-hmm. So right now he doesn't really know what the ten films going to be. On Joe Rogan, he was saying that you know he's thought about it being Kill Bill three, mm-hmm. and that he, he was saying the plot of the movie would be that the bride and BB, you know, had twenty years of peace. So obviously the plot of the movie is the piece is shattered, mm-hmm. and there's a couple different characters that could come and get them, right? It could be, you know, not to give anything away if somebody's not seen it, but L Driver, who te- technically has no eyes now, but, you know, if she could find a way, I don't know, he mentioned that name in the interview. Uh, he said, Gogo supposedly had a twin sister. Oh, that'd be interesting. And uh, Sophie... Is still running around Bill's money. One armed, as she may be. He didn't mention Nikki. Mm. And Nikki would be the obvious choice. Oh, yeah. To she... me, because of what she says to her yeah, in I the movie. It. it was not my intention to do this in front of you. If when you get older and you're still feeling raw about raw about it, I'll be waiting. Which I would think Nikki has to be the villain. I think if I had to guess, he was kind of just throwing people off the scent that that might be the plot. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he wants to right. surprise Shroud people. Yeah, he doesn't want people to know the plot. And I would think... I mean, this is just me speculating. So, whatever. If I was writing the story, I would say Nikki confronts the bride and the daughter. Right? And maybe maybe the daughter doesn't... Uh, isn't, like, trained. Like, she's just living a normal life with, with, with Uma. Mm-hmm. Right? And maybe... Uh, or maybe she has some training or whatever. But I would think that they have some kind of duel, Nikki and, and the bride. And I would think Nikki takes her out, and I would think then it becomes this daughter versus daughter thing. I would think that's what the movie would be. I don't know. I'm just speculating. I think that would be uh that would be good. Or if they had like her and then like uh the one girl you were talking about, or like a twin sister. Like if those two went after her. Team up. That would be cool. Yeah. That'd be kinda cool. I also almost forgot literally until like just now that Lucy Liu was in this movie uh-huh. and I growing up thought she was like one of the finest women to walk this planet I don't know why she's a good looking lady no she's pretty yeah she's a the only other movie I really know her from I mean I know she was in Charlie's Angels I didn't watch that um 
the only movie I can like name her off the top of my head in is Lucky Number Seven. I've never seen that. Like I know she was in Charlie's <laughs> Angels. I was planning on doing it. Yeah, is it? I was saying, isn't March, that was one of the ones we suggested for? Her. Yeah. Well, she is in the show Elementary, which is supposed to be like oh, yeah. a Sherlock Holmes thing. It's on Hulu, mm-hmm. and I was actually I actually started watching it, and it wasn't bad. I mean, I was like, but literally, like you think about it, like from when she was in Kill Bill, the volume one, to like and like Charlie's Angels to like seeing her on Sherlock, like the woman is not like aged like in the slightest like it's like it copy paste like yeah. as far as appearance and it's like insane because I was like even like Salma Hayek from like, even from when she was in like Desperado and uh, from Dust Till Dawn or whatever like you can see that she's starting to slowly like age and I was like some of these people I think Lucy Liu's a vampire yeah I think she's kind of a vampire it's possible would, uh, you, let, would you let a sucker suck your blood Absolutely. Okay. No hesitation. Uh, did you notice in that kitchen scene, though, there's the shot from the floor looking up at Uma. <clears throat> there's the outlet up high yeah. on the wall. I just thought it was kind of random. It, yeah, you That's like, a commercial code thing, so I wonder if that was for that set or whatever, and then they just didn't have a way to... Absolutely had to be for the set, because like, uh, I've never seen an outlet that didn't high. Have a way to hide it. So kind of random. Uh, one thing that I was wondering about is you know obviously just being a cunt yes a little bit as we all do right but uh not me especially you yeah I was like uh listen sir but uh I'm listening just to think of all the situations in this movie and it's like no one ever called the police like once not once (laughs) not one time have I seen a random like anybody like pick up a phone and be like I should like at the fucking club I was like, run outside, you run outside of the club, it's like, call the police. Like, that's the that's the situation I, I see, like, probably no police, just because, like, the Yakuza. They are afraid and it's the of whole, them. So, like, it's like, okay, just just leave, let the Yakuza do their thing, right? And then the Yakuza presence uh, went down a lot after uh, the bride did her thing. Well, it went down about 80, 88, 89 people. <laughs> Well, the crazy 88 is why I've been wiped out oh, completely. Yeah. Uh, zero of 88. <laughs> uh, by the way, so we kind of, I, I skipped the very opening of the movie of her talking to Bill right before she gets shot. Oh, yeah. How do you fuck up shooting somebody in the head from point blank range? Because you see it's on the side. It's like, just, just, just yeah. Maybe villain rule. Mm-hmm. You got to fuck up. But we'll do it the way the CIA and also, would do it. Yeah, fuck up and have awful aim. I mean, sure, they had like six times if you wanted dead. You know what I mean? But double tap. I was yeah, gonna say even do it, double tap. Do it yeah. the same. Do it the way CIA does it. One in the head, two in the chest, like in the heart, and yeah. then boom. So the so what I was thinking was uh, Bill probably didn't want to fully kill her. I think Bill had maybe, Parkinson's. Maybe may, or well, maybe he's just giving her a shot because he's like <laughs> literally right. Um, Keeping up appearances, maybe. Yeah, like he's like, I want you to suffer. I can't quite pull the trigger. I mean, pull the trigger, but can't quite <laughs> go all the way through with killing you. So I'll give you a chance by just getting the side of your head. Well, she was pregnant, so maybe he thought like, if he didn't shoot her like and damage her entire brain like through and through shot, 
that she would just be brain dead and the baby would still be able to survive technically you know what i mean because yeah. like her all of her organs would still function but she obviously would just never wake up right but the baby would need her organs to like keep functioning right yeah i don't know that's just what i thought so we're in the hospital and uh we meet l driver for the first time so what so she's about to inject i don't know some kind of red liquid that no doubt would kill her into her IV. And Bill Bill calls her right before she's about to do it. Mm-hmm. Bill has impeccable timing. And you <laughs> think... I mean, I've never assassinated anybody. Yet. <laughs> sure, yeah. But you would think, if you're about to do it, you would think if your phone's ringing, you'd just be like... And well, you know, go phone, ahead, yeah. push the syringe, and then answer the phone. Like, did you kill her? Uh, yeah. Literally just like how and how's that phone call go? She did just kill her. Like, like where are you? Like just killed her. Like, is he like fuck? Fuck! Just thought you did what? <laughs> That's what you sent me here to do. You, yeah, but I was gonna do this thing where I call you right before you do it. You what? Just, yeah, if, Bill, <laughs> if Bill's timing's a little shittier, you know, no, like how's that conversation? Like, no, I was gonna do five this, seconds. I was gonna do this thing where you know I call you right before you do it and like. Well, fucking, why did you just, why'd you send me in the first place? Like, well, it was kind of like a... It was a whole thing. It was a dramatic thing I was trying I, to do. I thought it'd be cool. We, I've hidden cameras in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so he uh, says this whole thing about, uh, you know, a level of respect uh, yeah, and I, decency, <laughs> and we're not going to sneak into her room and kill her like a rat in the middle of the night. Now... That's an interesting statement. A couple, a couple things off of that though. Um, you did shoot up a church, a church full of people when she was about to get married, and you did just about kill her when she was pregnant. By you poured, po- you killed poor Rufus the piano man in the church, which was played by Samuel L. Jackson, and that's not very nice. Because he's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, well, shooting yeah. shooting black people is just not nice in general. Nope. Oh, exactly. Fuck the whites. Oh, by the way, in the uh, in the theory of uh, it's not about shooting black people. Jesus Christ! No, it was just what he it said. Way. It was what he said. Oh, I didn't even hear. <laughs> he said, "Fuck the whites." <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, why not? So, in the theory of of uh, of, of Nikki coming back and killing the bride and mm-hmm. fighting the daughter. Mm. It's like a fan theory of like, so like Jules is out walking the earth from Pulp Fiction still, like to the two and and he re- and here's the thing that here's the connecting tissue right, mm. Jules says in the diner. This is getting super deep cut and probably like if you don't like Quentin Tarantino, people are like turning this podcast off so fast. But Jules says in the diner, because because uh, Vince. Is like so you're gonna be a bum. So he's talking about you know I'm gonna walk the earth to mm-hmm. have I'm walking the earth like Kane and Kung Fu. Another Kung Fu. David Carradine. Yep. Saying Kung Fu, he's Kane. Yeah. That's what he did. So there's the connecting tissue if you wanted to have jewels in that story. Mrs. Girl. That'd be interesting. And you know if in theory all these characters tied together, yeah, that'd be like a cool way if you're doing the tenth movie and capping it off. Anyway, we were talking about oh respect and decency. Yep. Ironic, because you killed a church. Kill a church. I mean, that just that's, that's <laughs> the that's the Kill shortest the shortest easiest way to say that's that. fair. Killed a whole fucking church. Killed a church, and then left her for dead. 
Left, and then, yeah, you just about killed her. But, oh, this is where you draw the line. Plus, you still sent the killer to her room. Yeah, you can't so, just change your mind. Like, you're like, yeah, go handle this. And then he's probably sitting there and he's like, literally probably looking at his watch. He's like, it should take about this long exactly. So he's, he's like, like, about to press send. He's yeah, like, he's like got the phone in his hand. And he's like, and yeah. I should probably do it now. Yeah. Like five more <laughs> seconds and she would have been. Yeah. Also, how do you get a baby? How did he get the baby? Because, you know, no offense to anyone that's a serial killer or a worldwide assassin. We surely don't want to offend you. But, he's not exactly an upstanding citizen. Not, yes. Not probably, probably wanted a couple places. Probably lives a pretty low-key life. Several countries that he probably didn't never be able to re-enter. So... You know, you think about when when they investigate the crime scene, and then she spits in the sheriff's face, and gets taken to the hospital. I mean, that's obviously when the baby is extracted, mm. which like baby probably barely lives, honestly, because mother's with shot that, in the head. Well, with that blood loss too, I mean, that's yeah, dangerous, it's rough. So they would have done it ASAP, like immediately. So it's just interesting. I mean, conveniently he leaves that part out. Not that that's some compelling scene of like. Bill, like, you know, talking to the state, you know, like, trying to <laughs> trying to prove his income and, like, right, you know, yeah, do no. his paperwork right. Not that that's compelling, but, like, you know, pretty be, convenient that you be leave the whole like, bonus feature. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's just like a, it's just an eight-episode, like, a short fucking, Netflix series of just, it's, like... It's gotta be the deleted <laughs> scene. Like, Bill just, like, talking to, talking to the, uh, yeah. Like a deleted scene that's just in the extras. 40 is 45 minutes of him in, in family court. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I guess I imagine that he probably more than likely steals the baby. Well, yeah, I was thinking that either he and steals the baby or... Alert, Amber Alert out forever. Maybe he just, and, like, pays... You know, maybe he, like, pays, like, a nurse or something, like, pays a nurse off. Because the baby would... I would assume the baby would be put in, like, the NICU unit, yeah. you know what I mean? Amber Alert was out forever, and in typical 2000, early 2000s fashion, three months went by, and you're like, ah, whatever. Yeah. That's tough. Can we, I don't, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you have it written down, but it just came to my mind when you were talking about, like, her taking a hot, going to the hospital. The fucking, the, the doctor that was, like, about to let the dude just, like, fuck her because she was unconscious. Oh, I'm for money? Buck. Yeah, that's yeah. my next note is, I'm Buck, and I'm here to fuck. I'm Buck, and I'm here to fuck. Pussy wine. <laughs> that was the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> she's like, well. <laughs> yeah. She's like, all right. Yeah, she's doing the wheelchair through the garage, and she's like, Phew. yep. <laughs> Pussy wagon. Yeah, I'm bucking. I'm here to fuck. Uh, my note was, the lube is disgusting. Was it? Was throws, it throws them the dirty container of Vaseline. Oh, God. It's all, like, dirty and yeah. gross on the outside. He'd have been better off just been like... <sighs> <sighs> but you know that wasn't the first time that happened. No. No. So, like, that's pretty rough. I mean, no, no, much... one, no wonder she has all this rage. She's like, I've been raped... Repeatedly? Repeatedly for four years. While I was in a coma. While I was in a coma. Now, I will say this. Keeping somebody in a coma for four... Me. Well, keeping a person... Alive that is in a coma for four years is extremely a unheard of. 
Because usually it's like, even if it's like a Jane Doe and she's like, nobody, fucking, they're, like they're not, yeah, they're going to be like maybe a month tops and then they're going to be like, all right, well, she's not going to come out of this. So we're going to just. All right. Pull, pull the plug. I need, I, I need to charge my phone. But also, did they give her like a hysterectomy or something? <laughs> because if they were like, if they were just <clears throat> raping her while she was in a coma for four years, like not one time did I see somebody like pull a condom out. Like I'm assuming these dudes are just pumping and dumping. All right, like, if I could just clarify one thing, uh, Charles is making it sound like they just had like a hour montage of of dudes fucking her while she was in a coma. Half hour. Uh, <laughs> Same thing. No montage. It's uh, it's it's right there next to the deleted scene of of Bill getting of custody. Bill trying to fight him Bill's custody, custody battle. <laughs> Bill's custody battle. That's and a follow up in the bride's rape war. That's that's a follow up prequel I'd watch. Bill's custody mm. battle. Fucking <laughs> silly. <laughs> he has to hire a lawyer. Trying to like trying to like enroll her in school and stuff. Uh, like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is very picky. I, I don't know. You know what? It's not very picky. I don't care. I'm proud of it. So, when he walks in, and he says, ready or not, I'm coming in. Right? Because, you know, dude's supposedly fucking the lady in the coma. Mm. And she bites his lip off, which, like, good for her. Also, she's such an incredible badass that she just, you know, wills her legs to work again. Probably not likely. Nope. Um, but. That kind of shit happens in anime, but obviously it's anime. And we have an anime scene. I Oh, I was going to ask you at the top. I imagine... Let me get through this note. Yep. And then I'll ask yep, you. yep. This is Piggy, but when Buck, who's ready to fuck, walks back in the door, if this makes sense, he opens the door, and in the shadow of the door, if you will, the light of the door, the shadow, I guess, would be behind the door, right? Yes. So in what we would call the light of the... In the opening of the door, mm. your line of sight would be anything that's laying in the light of the door, right? Yes. Uh-huh. She's laying in the opening angle of the door. She's not, like, in the middle, but she's off to the side a little bit. Mm. And he looks down when he walks in. Uh, probably, that's probably an actor fuck-up. as to not step on her, if I had to guess. How does he not see her? Because then he's looking at dude on the floor, you know, covered in blood, because right. she bit his lip off. And... Hey, good for her. Yes, good for her. By the way, death by lip. Interesting. Sounds I guess like interesting, uh... Enough blood loss to the lip that you just... Anyway, interesting. Lots of blood vessels. Apparently. Definitely probably should have saw her. Like, I, this situation probably yeah. should have went way different. Every, I feel like a lot of movies do that, though, where, like, like you'll be watching it and you'll be like, how do you not see this fucking person? Villain rules. Well, yeah, but, like, even, yeah. like, movies, like, okay, I'm trying to think of one that I can... the villain. I think off the top of my head. I've... I saw like a clip from uh, like a I can't remember what it was. It had uh, Michael J. White in it, but I think it was like a newer, like one of the next like SWAT movies because you know they made like eight of them for some fucking reason. Uh, and like there was a dude with a sniper rifle on the top of a parking garage, like the top level, leaning like had the sniper up over the ledge, and like they're like oh! driving. Woo! Sorry. Uh, the thing, a guy fell on a leg in basketball and he bent back the wrong way. Just a little bit, not too much. Yeah, but it still is like a... <sighs> well, it could have been worse. He could have yes, folded his fucking it leg. It could have been incredibly bent worse. Bent back paper clips. just looked terrible. Yeah. But, uh, no. It's ridiculous how these people don't see stuff. 
blind like I feel like I feel like if I'm driving like do you are you like you know like hyper vigilant where you're like kind of just looking around a little bit while you're driving so you notice things like at a distance sure yeah like I feel like you would be able to notice like driving especially in a big intersection where there's no other fucking cars somebody on top of a parking garage with a fucking sniper rifle hanging over the ledge cause I was like how do you guys not see that got this like 10 foot fucking windshield on the truck and you just like I could see that dude clear as day like you know it's just maybe these people just don't have any field of vision above their eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's like my dog Bella she's always looking at everything through her fucking bangs yeah it's like you know only so high and having your Achilles sliced to be ah pretty fucking because they retract it retracts up into your like thigh almost yeah and that sounds so fucking painful. Like, I, I, I have you, okay, I know you haven't, but like, you, have you ever stumbled upon videos like that on like Facebook or something? I haven't. I was watching like the Dr. Pim- uh, Pimple Popper ones, and it was like I was scrolling, and it was like some of those. Watch that shit. It's so, I don't it's, know why, it's, it's really it's satisfying. Fascinating. It's satisfying, weirdly, but like, I stumbled yeah, on weirdly one is the perfect dude word fucking, for it. dude was trying to help like push a car, and he was like putting a lot of force on his toes and like he had on gym shorts you can see the back of his leg and you can see his achilles like break and it's just when it breaks though it's like a thick rubber band snapping and like as soon as it broke like he just dropped when it happened i was like oh like because the sound was like not it was not pleasant was not pleasant uh yeah i liked his head getting beaten in that was fun yeah slamming in the door yeah just cause, that was a lot of fucking just cause bangs, he's a piece too. of shit. Well, okay, yeah. I, I still think the best, like, door getting, slamming somebody's head was in uh, Daredevil. It's been a minute since I watched the show. The dude that was in, like... You can remind me of the scenario. The dude that used to be in Law & Order, like, Vincent D'Onofrio or whatever it's his name is. not gonna help me at all with Law & Order. He's, he's a big scenario? dude. He killed this Russian dude, like... He, like beat the shit out of him and then he like put his head basically in between his fucking truck door and the door sill and he just literally slammed it until his head was like just destroyed like it was a pile of mush did the punisher do that no or did daredevil one of them he doesn't it wasn't daredevil it was the dude in daredevil i don't remember the dude's name Uh, yeah i don't remember it's been a while daredevil didn't hold my interest a lot did not hold my interest too long it was a little rough especially when he fought the punisher I saw that, though, where he was fighting Frank Castle, and I was like, I feel like Frank Castle would beat, beat Daredevil's ass like any day of the week. That's just yeah. my personal opinion. Yeah. Question was, now that we're through the box yeah. stuff, yep. was your favorite part of this movie the anime? Because I know you like anime, but, you know, it could have been other parts, too. So I, I was just wondering. Mm, not really. Did you like the anime? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Okay. It wasn't bad. But, like... Being able to compare it to, like, shit that I've seen since then, it's, like... Well, I, I, yeah, I was obviously thinking it's probably, like, a low-level yeah. anime by today's standards, but, yeah. Well, I mean, I like some stuff, like, some animes from, like, the 90s and stuff, just because of, like, the drawing style. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Like, it was, it was decent, so it didn't, like... Make me be like, ah, oh, this kind of, kind of kills the vibe of the movie. Like it wasn't like that. It's kind of cheesy. So, kind of cheesy. Kind of cheesy. If anything, it got you ready for, just the full on. Dive into kung fu genre. Oh yeah. The movie. Yeah, yeah. 
takes into that kind of community. I couldn't imagine going through what she went through in that in that anime like mm. back thing like that. This fucking traumatizing. Yeah, you're laying on your bed <laughs> and your mother's blood starts dripping on your face. Yeah, I did like the cheesy pistol effects. Where she, like, shoots the dudes in the legs and the, mm. their legs just blow, obliterate. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's... That's, that's a powerful that, that's, pistol, That's huh? why I was like... That's why I was like, well, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, because... Well, isn't that the whole thing with the anime? Is, like, everything just kind of go over drama? So, like, that's some things kind of are... It. Some things are, yeah, like, a lot of stuff... Well, a lot of it is, like, over the top. Right. But, like, in the ones that I've seen that do involve guns, it's not like that because like if you really shot somebody in the leg and their leg exploded like that it would have to be with something like an anti you would think they got tank some fucking, rifle. <laughs> fucking explosive rounds from left for dead oh for sure <laughs> like in in my mind you're using like a barrett 50 cow with like a fucking explosive round to do that kind of damage which sounds like a pain in the ass to haul around and shoot also with. does not sound cheap no, they're like ten grand. You can buy them, but they're like ten grand. I don't think I like guns that much. Not that much. I, I'm positive I don't. He said I'm positive I don't. So she goes to Japan. Yep. After making her feet move and getting in the pussy wagon and all that. I'm jealous. Um, well, at first she goes to Okinawa. Which is beautiful. And then to Tokyo. Which is also dope. She meets Tori Hanzo, commences him to make her a sword. Which is amazing. Um, I love the bickering between Hanzo and his guy. Yeah. But he didn't fuck around when it was time to make a sword. He was right there. Dude, and I've, I, the fucking Japanese are like legendary when it comes to making katanas and stuff. Right. Like, so after that, goes to Japan. <clears throat> and Tokyo. What what is Okinawa? Where is Okinawa technically? Uh, it's a northern uh, island, I believe. Of Japan? Mm-hmm. Or, well, because the Japan showed the map like it was like very south of. To, or is Tokyo? Yeah, Tokyo. You have two Japan, like right? parts of Japan. You have like the main big land, which is where like Tokyo would be at, and then you have like Hokkaido, which is the northern. Okay. The way they thought, showed the map, I thought it, it was like she was coming from south up to Tokyo. Okay, so I think Okinawa, Okinawa could be south, but I don't have my phone to look at yeah, it. Right. But anyways. It doesn't make a whole lot of difference, but. It was Japan. Because uh, this isn't a geography podcast. Nope. Not yet. We can't even spell geography. Geo. Nope, no, just stop. <laughs> geography. Um, Giraffe. Well, she gets to Tokyo, and I don't think red apple cigarettes were featured in Jackie Brown. But, as I mentioned, Red Apple Cigarettes are the Tarantino, like, mm. cigarette brand. But the, there's a Red Apple Cigarettes sign as she's walking, uh, I think, on, just uh, in the city in Tokyo. There's a Red Apple Cigarettes sign. It's just fun. So, do you think... Okay, for one, do you think that that was... that Was that really filmed, like, in Japan? Um, in the special features, uh, they went somewhere in China, I believe, is what they were talking about. Okay, because I, I, I just feel like with Quentin Tarantino's movie style, I don't know how well that would, like, happen. What, going to Japan? Well, like, film, like, getting him to put that sign up, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, I, I mean, look, 
magic of movies, right? You're on a set. Yeah. All C- that kind CGI of shit. is amazing. That too. Well, yeah, sure. Well, he but. doesn't use any CGI. Oh, he really? CGI. Oh, so when they were like cutting everybody's legs off and shit, they were just using like the practical effects of some kind. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. Um, because we can get into it in Death Proof, which we'll do eventually. I haven't seen that or Inglorious Bastards, and I actually want to see Inglorious Bastards. At least I at least want to see Inglorious Bastards. Death Proof is my least favorite of his movies. Almost don't even want to cover it. It things. won't be a very long podcast. Though. Yeah, yeah. I just I have to complete things. Okay. So, grab right a cigarette. Oh, for the practical effects. There's literally a scene in Death Proof, just quick version, where two cars collide head on, and they worked the effects where they painted up plaster dummies of the people in the mm-hmm. car because it's a full car of people. Right. And so they did like plaster dummies and painted them like the characters. And they had a wire going car to car and remote controlled and had them so they really collided two cars together and there were just no drivers. Right. Ironically that might be the one you like the most just because there's cars. But there's an incredibly like beat your fucking head against the table amount of uh, dialogue of all these girls and I'm just like we're not getting into death proof right now so that's fine um sword is a carry on on the plane probably not that was post 9-11 so I don't I, I don't know about sword as a carry on I don't see that happening unless yeah. it, I mean even if it's like a like a gift type deal maybe maybe pre- well as a carry on surely not no. I mean, I don't think you can just waltz on the plane and be like... Because she bought a ticket. So, it's not like this was a private flight. They show her in the airport. Yeah. One way to Okinawa, one way to Tokyo. You know, like... Yeah, uh, yeah you got a point. I am am confused <laughs> on how that works. So, that was, that was a unless they got Unless the Japanese got very laxed about what you carry on planes. Yeah, maybe that Okinawa airport's not a big deal, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're just kind of chill about it. They're like, ah... Well, you know, I was like, wow. Japanese in their planes. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, bring whatever. Uh, where's that plane? Uh, it'll turn up. It'll turn up. <laughs> Crash it somewhere. Yeah. I thought that was Malaysia. <laughs> Preferably into a, oh, into a ship. That was Malaysia, huh? Malaysia Flight 370. The one that went to Bikini Bottom. I was going for more a kamikaze joke. I knew that's where he was going. There you go. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as if yeah. The Germans, the Japanese. You did what? <laughs> you did what? It's like, hey, we bombed Pearl Harbor. You did what? <laughs> you know. Quick side note on that. I don't know. Bill Burr was talking about this on his pod one time. Oh jeez. I don't know whose podcast it was. Maybe it was his, it doesn't matter. He was on some podcast talking about it. How like Japan? You know, they were trying to expand, and yeah. then everybody. Like, got on them, and they're like, hey, what are you doing? You're killing people. And they're like, like, everybody else has been doing it. Yeah. Like, we can't expand, too. Like, like Great Britain had, like, <laughs> mad territory. Yeah. Just a quick note. Anyway, I thought that was funny. I, just just real quick to go yeah. off of your note. Yeah. I saw, I saw a fucking a, a meme one time, and it was like, the Germans, it's like, we'll defeat America in, like, World War Two. They were like, oh, we'll defeat America. And then it's like the Japanese were like, we sank like two of their ships and they unleashed the sun. Yeah, <laughs> twice. Twice. I was <laughs> like, oh, I was like, that's fucked up. God, that second one's just so like, Jesus, the second one, really? second one was, one was bigger than the first one. 
They were like, I think the first one was Fat Man. Fat Man and Little Boy Bomb. We was trying I to set. One was bad, no. We was trying to set an example for the first one. Now we're trying to prove a point. <laughs> the first one was like, "Hey, we're so serious about this." And the second the one second was like, "Just to remind you how serious we are, we'll do it <laughs> right. again." Dude, the first. Oh my god! I'll fucking do it again. I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. That fucking. All right, now we're just gonna be sitting here doing goofy sounds the next ten minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Off. I'm gonna do it like right when you fucking. <laughs> Least expect it. Yeah. There's a fucking. There was a show I watched oh, about man. like America going into Japan. Yeah, we sent like researchers and, like, researching. And I was like, and that fucking insults injury. And then Japan's just like. Yeah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, okay. I mean, that, that had to be like the most abused housewife moment ever. Just like. Just like. Uh, yeah, 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 fine, whatever, yeah, okay, yeah, come on in. Uh, well, geez. you see, I mean... Just don't hit me again. Just don't hit me again, okay? I mean, kind of. You see how how Japan's culture has changed. Well, that was, like, Imperial Japan. So they were, like, way yeah, more... Yeah, that's that Dave Chappelle joke. Way, way He's like, we dropped two atomic bombs on them, and they've been drawing Hello Kitty and shit ever since. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean... Not yeah. wrong. He's not wrong, but yeah, they definitely they definitely changed a lot, and it's no longer Japan where it's like if 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 you if you dishonor your family, you kill yourself. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, <sighs> I would hope there'd be some modernization from that for that practice. <laughs> um, Believe it or not, but dude, did you know we like fucked? Here's the thing: they kind of glazed over this in history class, or I slept through it. Either is possible. Uh, both, but I feel they glazed over it. They did. Did you know that we were like bombing Japan? Yes, weeks before ruthlessly we yes. for yes. months on end before we ever. I think they were it trying might to... have stretched on possibly years. It was that we were just bombing their cities ruthlessly. Probably months. It was it probably was months. months. But just like with non-atomic bombs, and just their you know all their Incendiary shits made out bombs. of like 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 pretty flammable, like more flammable than like normal. Houses and shit like that. Yeah. What they're built on. And like... And then we're like... Just in case you didn't get the message. Atomic bomb. Just in case... P.S. You really didn't get the jet... You really didn't get the message. Here's the second atomic bomb. Well... It's on top of that. Dude. We were... We were in World War II... Because of the concentration camps... Uh, mainly, well, well, we, we didn't even in. discover those until we had gotten further into. Yeah. So, for a but long then, time we didn't but then, America was doing the same shit to fucking Japanese Americans. Yeah, the internment yeah. camps. The internment camps, which is a fucking, it's it's one step down from a fucking concentration camp. Right. Yeah. It's not much. much better. The only thing we weren't doing was putting them in gas chambers or making them ashes. Yeah. Everything, everything else was kind of roughly the same. But yeah, no, I the boy in the striped watching that fucking. It's a lot, man. Uh, Shit. Yeah, it was like incendiary bombs and stuff for like weeks on end because they were trying to bomb them into submission so we didn't have to invade them yeah. because they were like that's a huge loss of life because we lost a lot of people in Normandy. Yeah, it's a huge loss of life, so we're gonna so we we we're, we're gonna lose your lives. Not okay, ours. rather your life well, than mine. Yeah, that's basically better yours than ours. That's how they saw it. Basically, they were like, like we could fuck. lose. You guys are kind of overpopulated. We could anyway. lose like a couple hundred thousand troops Dude. trying to invade Japan, or we could just bomb them into submission and then they chose. War is just so. Awful. Which is crazy, because now you have the U.S. sitting here talking about, Russia's awful for bombing Ukraine. I'm like, you know, we do the fucking same shit all the other wars we've Yeah, made. I know. 
I was like, you remember like, that time we vaporized people? And what the like, fuck? Two days apart. Yeah, it's in like two is nobody cities? is nobody gonna step into the chat about this one and just be like, <coughs> Japan, America, stay out of this. Like, <laughs> and like, <coughs> Japan, Japan, what the Japan. fuck is a goddamn war crime? You are not warring right if you're not committing crimes. Right. Yeah, I, I think I would I would dare say war is a crime. Yeah. Uh, Geneva Convention. Yeah. But that's like, that's like you know, the topic now has been, oh, is Russia committing war crimes? War is a crime. You are not doing war right if you're not committing crimes. Right. Well, and I, also, who's going to enforce <laughs> this? I think they changed, like, their definition of war crimes after Vietnam, because we committed, like, hella war crimes in Vietnam. We still commit war but, crimes. But, like, now we try to, like, minimalize civilian casualties, whereas, like... We're fucking evil, is what we but, are, man. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could... Look, if, like, if, if we got bombed, America would just have to sit there and take Somebody's it. pushing the red button. Yeah. They're gonna push a button. Somebody's gonna push it. Ballistic and missiles And we're just gonna fired. see a flash. That's gonna be it. And we're just Hopefully. gonna have to be like, you know what? This Somewhere still... along the line, we had some ancestors. They did some shit to some people that were different than us, and we just have to take this. We'll be recording a podcast when it happens. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be the best. That'd actually, actually we're be just kind of... here. Talking shit, and all of a sudden we hear like a little bit of a rattle, and then I was like, "It's like, wait a minute, is it a nine o'clock at night?" And it's fucking bright. You're like, "Oh shit, it's midnight." Hey, oh, I can see the sun. <laughs> Sunrise, seven thirty p.m. Yeah, in December. Or... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, so kill Bill. <laughs> yeah. History lessons over. Yeah. Welcome to the History Channel, and goodbye. Uh, okay. Yeah. Snow Garden. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun fight, right? Yeah, I love it. I feel like you're being quiet. You didn't like either. Yeah, these um, <laughs> he's he's way too quiet all of a sudden. I didn't say not watch. I said not like. I mean, we know you didn't finish the second movie, but I feel like you didn't like this at all. I liked it. I just I'm trying to jaw. I'm like I'm trying to jaw my memory because with only like with me with me to like really remember like a movie like decently well like every scene and like a lot of stuff that's happening i gotta watch it like multiple times so it's only i've only watched it once and it's now been it's not as fresh as it was if we would record this last week right so like last week because i'd watch it thursday slowly turned to (laughs) (laughs) it was a joke you had to work it's not your fault no well no the 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 fight scene in the garden was with lucy Liu and uma thurman i think sword fights like where bitch got scout yeah that's that's tough. Uh, no, I think, like, like growing up, I was always, like, huge fan of, like, ninjas and, like, samurai. So, like, anytime, like, like the Ninja Turtles. Like, they're fucking, like... They're turtles. My, or no. Um, no, hold on. Well, yeah, they Reptiles. Are. No. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Pizza. No, I'm trying to think of his fucking name. I'm Leonardo. Sorry. Leonardo, like, with the two katanas. Like, I always thought that was, like, cool as fuck. Yeah. DiCaprio. So, no. <laughs> uh... So watching this fight seemed just a lot of fun, but I was like, also like, isn't it cold out? Like it's snowing. There's snow on the ground. Right. She's outside in like a fucking kimono with like no fucking shoes on. I was like, your feet ain't cold. My feet are cold watching you do this shit. Yeah. But the garden was also nice too. I don't I know like why I like the garden. The the coolest part of that scene to me. I don't mean the coolest part is I'm like, man, wasn't it cool when that fountain kept going? It was a nice little touch. But it really, it grounded the whole scene because I feel like you can often get caught up in, oh man, so fast But it's like a like a almost grounding in the life and death, 
but then there's still these things over here. Mm. Like there's still this thing over here, just like, doop, doop. yeah, doop, doop. and like I don't know. It's just it really set the the scene to me. I liked it, especially compared to like fight scenes nowadays, where yeah. people use weapons. Because I feel like they're really fast paced now, whereas that one kind of like had little quick spurts, and then it was like the fountain would bring you back to like it slowing down for a second. Yeah. And then it would kind of pick back up again. So it kind of built the anticipation a little bit. Yeah. And I love that there's not really any music when they're actually like sword fighting. It's just kind of like your music building up. Ominously and quiet like, too. The yeah. fucking, uh, cause you know, like, you know, in the winter time when it snows, it's like snow dampens a lot of sound. Dude. It was like very cool when it got real quiet and they would just be like, yeah. And yeah. like made the, it just made everything better. I love, yeah, that scene's great. I love, that scene. I love that fucking scene. Second best scene to me in that movie. It's worst trailer rank, just out of curiosity. Trailer would probably be, I would say third, because I I think it was better than the fight scene with um I want to say her name was like her her code name whatever like Cottonmouth. Well, no, Cottonmouth's um, Oranishi. So what was the fucking other name? Uh, I, I know they were named after like snakes. Bernina Green though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was it? Diamondback? There we go. Copyright. That fight she scene. Said, I would should be... have been motherfucking Black Mamba. Yeah, so that fight scene would be after the trailer for me. Okay. The trailer one was just like, it was like totally like a Punisher fight scene. Like just yeah. how fucking violent it was. It was just like, like yeah. through uh, walls. Don't go, don't go too far. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we got the same movie. We'll get into that. What's your favorite fight scene of the two, though? I like the one with, um, we still we gotta start getting you involved because you're gonna go to fucking sleep over here. Yeah, you sound um, like you about to fall asleep. <laughs> Cottonmouth, that was the one that, with the one eye, right? Oh well, well she wasn't Cottonmouth. She was uh, what was her name? California Mountain Snake, I think. The one with the one dry. eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah the outside. You like the trailer the best? Okay. I like that, and then like fucking just like snatch the fucking eye. I was oh, like, dude. God damn! Yeah, that was that <laughs> she was fucking like stepped on it. I was like, oh. Yeah, the, that, that was, that was the coldest it was part. The, she it was made the jelly. Barefoot. Yeah, it was the yeah. barefoot part that got me with that. Uh, you yeah. see, like a squish up in between her toes. Oh, yeah. But yeah, she said, "Ah, you bitch! I'm oh, yeah, that was, that was you tough. Bitch. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, well, best of luck with that, man." Yeah, no shit. And the fucking snake was still in there on the floor. Anyways, yeah. this fucking like, snake when he yeah, 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 like yeah. when he next movie, next movie, next movie, next movie. Yep, we gotta, we gotta. Next movie. I get what I know. We already we already did a lot, yeah. but yeah. Alright, so just a couple things in the in the snow garden though. Okay. Um She gets her back cut right away. Falls down. Villain rolls. To finish the job. Just finish the job real quick. Just it would take you just know, a second. But maybe it's an honor thing, blah blah blah, whatever. Code samurai, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. It, but she doesn't finish her off. She gets up, there's no blood where she was laying. I had a problem with that. Yeah. Nitpicking a little bit. But, should have been blood, right? Those blades are sharp. There's only one shot of... Because when she gets cut, I mean, you see her back, like, like leaking, you know? And so it's like, she fell down, there should be some blood on the snow. Yep. White snow, red blood, yep. like, come on. Uh, they have that one shot of blood. Like, in the whole thing, because when she cuts her <laughs> scalp... And there's just that, like, whoosh, and there's just, like, whoosh, line of blood on the ground. That's the only blood shot. 
but yeah, villain roles should have finished the job. Blah, 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 yeah. That's all I got for that scene. But, scene was awesome. And then there's the mutual respect mm. of the two of them. Again, and like, I guess scene rules, right? Because like, she should have finished her off when she cut her in the leg. Right. And then they both have their little moment of having respect and whatever. But, uh, my next note was poor Sophie. Cut her arm off, roll her down the hill. Oh, Sophie, you were hanging out with the wrong crowd, baby. <laughs> hanging out with the wrong crowd. Hey, at least she kind of, like, survived, though. Well, you know, they made it seem like she did. Yeah, well, she did, yeah. I mean, Bill... Yeah, but at that point, I was like, is he going to... Yeah, well, did he just want his information, or... Yeah, you know what I mean, like, get But the I think she's alive since... Tarantino was talking about her in that interview. Okay. How, like, Sophie's around. I, that would lead me to think she's still around. But, I mean... I don't know. But that that is the end of my notes for one. So, you guys got anything else from one that you want to talk about before we conclude one? As strange as this is, I know it's kind of weird, but, like, the, the garden that they fought in, I want a garden like that in my backyard when I get a house. Like I oh, want for to, sure, yeah. I, lo- I don't know what it is, but I love, like, the, the, the like the gardens that they have in Japan. It's just, I don't know. They're very nice, aesthetically. Yeah. What was interesting is you have the... Yeah, right. So the aesthetic, and the, you had snowing, and yet you have this pond that isn't frozen. Yeah. Which makes you want to, like... Well, I mean, obviously, for filming purposes, I'm sure all the snow right. is manufactured. Duh. Right. That's not the question. But, like... In Japan. I mean, or, well, is that, like, ever a thing anywhere of, like, do people have, like, heated ponds? I doubt it. I doubt it just because they are, like, incredibly, like, so you know how when we take showers here, we just basically have a knob and it's, like, hot and cold? Well, sure. Theirs is just, like, they have a knob to turn the water on, but they have to flip, like, a switch to turn, to have heated water. Yeah. Like, they're really, like, efficient about that kind of stuff. So, as far as a heated pond, unless it was, well, like, Well, tell me there's not, like, a rich of the rich. Well, I was going to say, unless like, it's, like, a super rich person or, yeah. uh, like, like, a company, like, a big business, maybe. But even, like, rich people, they live, like, in stupid, fancy, uh, like, condos and shit. I guess I'm saying, if you had the money, would you have a heated pond? To set that kind of ambiance. For the ducks. Yeah, yeah. For the ducks. For the well, ducks. I was going to say for the koi fish. But Save yeah. the fish and the ducks. Don't be koi. Don't be koi. Don't be koi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got anything? I do have one more last thing. I didn't watch Hit either it. of these. <laughs> yeah, you've seen it enough. Yeah, I was expecting the goofy laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back on the next one, which will be completely available to you immediately, so no fear. Uh, at Comes of Crisis on Twitter, Comes of Crisis Hotline, Yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.